raise your hand if you have ever been in a rut in your life that has been difficult to get out of. It just seems like this endless rut, a vacuum to all of your creativity and a vacuum to all the things that you've ever wanted to do or cared about or just a complete and total rut. Sometimes you don't even have the energy or the desire or the drive or the will to do anything. Raise your hand if you've ever had that happen in your life. Raise your hand if you've ever called it quits on something too soon. Raise your hand if you've ever not believed in yourself like you should have. Raise your hand if you've ever listened too much to what other people think about you. You know, if you've done any of those things, then you are not alone by far. You are definitely not alone. So many of us have lost really good perspective on ourselves. We've lost a good perspective on life. We've not had the right mindset. If you were born in the United States, not to say that there are not people who've been born in the United States who have been disadvantaged, that's definitely not the case, but if you have been born in the United States, in North America in general, in Canada or the U.S., you are leap years ahead of other parts of, there are other parts of the world that don't have running water. There are other parts of the world where people have to walk several miles to just get a bucket of water. There's other places in the world that are living in tyranny from their own government. There are just so many other situations that we could have been born into. The fact that we've been born into the one that we are has made us just so much more fortunate. The chances of, of us even being born of even being born at all, are so infinitesimally small. Like a million to one. Like a million to one odds. Probably even greater than that. Of even being born at all. That your parents, or your sperm donors, whatever the situation may be in your life, that these people got together and made you And of all the other little sperm that it could have been that could have fertilized that egg, and of all the other people that could have been born, it was you. At the right time, at the right place. And to then win the lottery and say you were born in the North American hemisphere. It's just so much fortunate than... I think I'm so much more fortunate than I think people recognize and, and really think about. The fact that you've got electricity and all of this, all these advantages that we have that we, we generally take for granted, and it's, it's true that we all, all take for granted, all of us. 
so easy to take those things for granted because there are some things that are just part of our everyday lives we couldn't imagine without it's just a given it would seem but you could have been born somewhere else you could have things could be a lot different so from the get-go there seems to be a setup for a winning recipe And I know that there are some people that could have been born less fortunate, people that don't have things, and people that are disadvantaged. It it does happen. I was listening to uh, Les Brown last night. He's a a motivational speaker, a public speaker, Uh, one of the most prolific motivational speakers in the world, if you've never heard of him, if you've ever heard, I mean, you probably have, and you may just not even have known it, any compilation of any motivational, inspirational video, you know, he is the meat and potatoes of that, there is no question, but he came from the most humble of beginnings, the most humble of beginnings, you really need to take a listen to his story, about what happened to him and his twin brother, about how he had been diagnosed at a young age as having some form of retardation. And everybody had pretty much given up on him, and they had put this label on him and said, you know, this he's not really ever going to be able to amount to much. But he has since then grown up and made the choice that that was not how he was going to live his life. He didn't let his labels define him. He didn't let... Not only did he not let his labels define him, he didn't own those labels. Or if he did, he learned to let it go. He became one of the most prolific speakers in the world. Literally. Literally. One of the most prolific speakers in the world. People seek to hear him speak. And he speaks with such poetry and such emotion and such passion. There is none as good as Les Brown in the world of public speaking. It's none as good as he is. But what do we all do? Do we all accept our labels, our own labels, the labels that other people are given, what other people say about ourselves? Do we accept those labels? More often than not, we accept our own labels as if there's some type of shackle, as if they're shackles. And we let them, we let those labels hold us down and keep us back and prevent us from doing things, keep us from making decisions. We accept our labels. There is a difference between accepting who we are and loving ourselves and knowing yourself there's a that's a very big difference than saying you are accepting of your labels there's a difference between saying hey i know that i learn a bit slower than other people i know it's going to take me a little bit more time to do these things is a whole lot more different than accepting the label you're stupid there's a difference between I'm trying to do this pull-up, and I just can't get this 
a single pull-up out, and there's this guy that just did 20 pull-ups. He had never done pull-ups before, and he just banged 20 out as if it were nothing. And I'm trying to do pull-ups, and I can't even do one. We're not all born equally. We're not all at the same starting point. We're just not. But that doesn't mean you can't learn to do one, and then two, and then three, and then four, and then five. There's a difference between saying, man, I really just need to learn and take the time and make the effort to learn how to do a pull-up. There's a difference between that and saying, I suck at doing pull-ups. Do you? Or maybe you just haven't spent the time, the time required, the time that you might need to change that. Are there people in your life that have said you're not going to amount to anything? That you're going to be a failure? That you're never going to be able to be much or accomplish much? Fuck that. That is a label that other people may have gotten into your head if you've ever thought that before. We don't listen to those people. We don't. There's too many negative forces and processes and things out there in our life, and we soak it up like a sponge. And sometimes we listen to them, and we accept them, and then we take them on as though it were a part of ourselves, and we accept those labels. I've done it in my own life. I have had issues with my own self-esteem not only because of what other people were saying, but what I thought, what I thought, what I thought other people were saying or going to say. In my mind, I knew what these people were going to be saying and thinking about me. I had cre- even created some of my own labels and projected them onto other people as if they were also thinking the same thing, even without a shred of evidence. But, It's amazing how we project our own insecurities onto others. We assume too much. Not to say that there aren't people that are just assholes and and will talk badly about you. It will happen. But I can say in my own life, there has been so many times where I have just projected my own insecurities towards other people and just assumed that they were thinking poorly of me. They had to be. Of course they were. We have got to stop accepting the labels that other people give us and the labels that we create ourselves. We have to acknowledge those times where we might just be, we might just be projecting really need to take a hard, a long, hard look at ourselves and acknowledge what might not be real. But how many of us have been in a rut, have been in a rut in our lives that have just been impossible to get out of? I know that I have. There's been times where I have spent ruts that have been several years long. I just didn't care anymore about the same things. I didn't want to do anything. 
had absolutely no motivation whatsoever to do anything. I just wanted to stay in bed. I didn't want to have some free time. I didn't want to do anything or go anywhere or see anybody. I just wanted to vegetate. I wanted to sit without having to think or do anything. And those things that I used to care about, I just didn't care about them anymore. I mean just a nasty kind of rut where you have gone below your head. You have gone under the water. You have been swept away by just this suffocating rut. How many of you have experienced that? It is very difficult to get out of. And I, I can't say that I know what would work for everybody else. But I've said something similar on a, on a different episode. Something that worked for me. Is even when you're not feeling like doing something, to just do it anyway. It's the weekend and your friends have invited you out and you don't really feel like going anywhere. You just go out anyway. I know you don't want to. But just do it. Even if it's just for a couple of hours. Because chances are, by the time you do get out, you're going to be glad that you did. Once you sort of get over that hump, it just becomes a little bit easier. Whatever the plans may be, you just don't feel like doing it. If you just kind of force yourself to do it anyways... It's like that time when you first open the swimming pool first opens up and it's cold and you dip your toe in and you're like oh man this is so cold I don't want to get in this water I'm not getting in it's too cold I can't possibly get in this water it's too cold but what if you just jump in what happens when you just jump aside from the initial shock and heart palpitations what happens you get adjusted to it. Your body adjusts. We are a changing and adapting animal. We adapt to our environment. We change. It's what we do. And that water that was so cold, eventually your body just kind of gets used to it. Now, I'm not saying jump into water that's 60 degrees and get a cold. I'm just saying... Sometimes you just gotta take the plunge and just do it. And there's gonna be times when we're in this terrible rut that we cannot escape. Sometimes the only thing we can do is to just do things anyways. You don't feel like going out with your friends? Just do it anyways. Don't feel like doing any more drawings? Just do it anyways. You don't feel like writing? Just do it anyways. You don't feel like making plans? Just do it anyways. And and if you're in a rut where you don't feel like writing anything and you enjoy writing, it would be better to write a million things that are crap than not write anything at all. I mean, when you're talking about all the successful writers out there, how many pages and, and letters have they written that just turned out being crap that ended up in the trash can? It just happens. Not everything you write is going to be gold. Sometimes it's better to just keep the hamster wheel moving than let it sit idle and rust and neglect. If you neglect on your your creativity, 
if you neglect on your talents, if you neglect on those things that need nurturing and need perfecting and need growing, if you neglect those things, then it just gets so much more difficult to get going again. Sometimes just forward motion is all you need to get you through. And then you find your footing again. And then you find your motivation again. And then you find your will and your passion and your drive. You can find it again. You can get out of that rut. That rut will not last forever. But it sure is a hell of a lot better to crawl and dig and climb as much as you can up out of that rut. Sometimes you just got to get those fingernails dirty and sink them down into the dirt as you scratch and crawl and make your way back up to the top. That's what it takes. You have got to make it happen. And when that motivation and that drive is not there and that give a crap is just not there anymore and you've just you're just in this terrible rut you just have to do it anyways even if you're faking it even if it's not legit you've heard the expression fake it until you make it that's pretty much what I'm saying you keep faking it long enough eventually it just becomes second nature and it's not fake anymore It's just true. You know, I, I, I was so tired of being depressed and down in the dumps all the time. I had just forced all of these positive things into my life. I listened to all these positive things and I read all these positive things and I was absorbing all this positivity and eventually it just was where my brain went. I suddenly went from this naturally pessimistic person to an optimistic person. Eventually that brain will just rewire. It's like, how long does it take to form a new habit? They say it takes six months to a year, maybe, to do something and to form a new habit to create a life change. That's about what they say it takes, six months to a year of doing something. Sometimes it's the same as working on your happiness and working on getting out of your rut and working on trying to get back into your life. Sometimes it's just about forming new habits. That a thinking habit. A lot of times the way we think about ourselves and how we perceive things is a habit. The same as the foods that we eat. 90% of all the foods that we like are habit-based. Probably even more than that. They're habit-based. You say that your taste buds, you, know, you don't like certain foods and that you're picky. Well, it's, you might be picky. You might just be. But it is a habitual thing. There's something in your life that you want to change and you just haven't been able to change it. That type of thinking, that negative thinking, is habit-based. So whatever rut you're in, if you are in a rut and you're listening to me, we just got to do it anyways. We got to dig 
and claw and scratch and climb ourselves out of the dirt. Out of the dirt and the muck and the filth. We've got to scratch our way up to the top. And you will get there. You absolutely will get to the top. And don't stop until you do.